You've got it tuned to the rendezvous. Good evening, bonsoir, it's Simon Marcel. You know how we say hi in French? If you don't know, you say salut. That's what you say when you meet a French person that is a good friend or, or somebody you know well. Salut. So salut and thank you for listening to The Rendezvous. I'm Simon Marcel. The accent is French from Paris, City of Lovers and City of Light. We talk about relationships on the show. And just before the start, I'm just going to share that quick story. A dear friend of mine, a single woman, just told me that story that she went on a date and the guy was very like on guard, like not trusting anybody. And, and he says to her, you know... Now I don't trust any women anymore, this, that. And she asked me, what do you think it means when you are meeting somebody who says he can't trust or doesn't trust anyone anymore? If you want to know what it means, stay with me. I'll share that with you next on The Rendezvous. Thank you for listening to The Rendezvous. I'm Simon Marcel. I have a story. So I um, met my friend who you know, goes on online dating and, and is looking for the man of her life and uh, hopefully father of her future kids. And she met that dude who kind of like surprised her with that statement that he doesn't trust anyone else, that he's been burned before, that, you know, he can't trust anyone and it will take a lot of time to trust somebody. And then she asked me, Simon, what do you think it means when somebody's so obsessed by, I don't trust you, you know, I can't trust you so fast, this, that. And I said this because I've learned this. Every time I've been in a situation where I heard in a way that was almost too strong, I can't trust, I don't trust, you know, they, they usually, you know, so guard their phones. I'm Mr. Secret or Mrs. Secret are the one that are lying because liars don't believe anybody else. And when it comes to relationship, which I told my friend, if somebody insists on the first date so much that they can't trust you, it's almost a projection, like they're giving you a message, don't trust me back. That is the message. Now, I'm not saying be naive, be silly, and say, oh, it's all good every time. No, of course, you have your intuition. If you're a woman, you listen to your intuition. But she came back, and she was almost traumatized by all the statements of, hey, my God is up, my wall is up, I've been burned before, this, that. Hey, buddy, we've all been there. So that leads to a question. When you meet somebody for the first time, do you give 100% of your trust and it can only go down? Or do you give 0% of your trust and they have to build it up? I'll tell you what I think next on The Rendezvous. Bonsoir, it's Simon Marcel. When you go on a first date, would you say you go trusting the person is going to be a good person and you give them the benefit of the doubt? Or you come on the first date thinking, I don't trust them at all. They have to build their trust from 0 to 100 I, maybe that's the school of my parents, go and meet you on a first date thinking you're a good person, you have good intentions, you're honest, we're not perfect, but, you know, I'm not stupid, but I love to give trust. Because otherwise, if you come all suspicious, it's almost like makes me feel like you have something to hide yourself. It's like, you know, you, you suspect me of something you've done. Instead of, let's give it a clear chance. It's a different school, I get it. I don't know which school you're in. Trust at the beginning or trust over time. But I'm going to tell you next, high has worked for me. Trusting from the first day on the first date. Stay with me. I'll tell you that next. Good evening. Bonsoir. Thank you for listening to The Rendezvous. You know, this question of trust. You go on a first date. Some of us go and trust a person. That's me. 
Some of us go and don't trust the person at all. They have to build it up. And I've been dating since the age of 15, so that's a few years. Can I be honest again? I would say 95 or 96% of the time, I dated wonderful people. And I'm happy I trusted them. Even if at the end it didn't work out because of me, because of them, because of life, I'm glad I came with that open hand and not a fist. Don't go on a date with a fist closed. Go with an open hand, ready to say hi, ready to meet, and ready to find love. It's my joy of life, maybe, but I can't come on a date defensive. It's not the way I am. And it has worked out for me. Even though you say he's not married, I'm not married, I'm not engaged, but most of my exes are dear friend of mine. So maybe that says something, that it's important to give trust at the beginning. And always follow your intuition. i got to go back to the phone calls next. So 855-905-8255. Bonjour, it's Simon Marcel. You have a question about your relationship? 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Jody. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, what's going on? Um. Okay, so my boyfriend's ex-girlfriend of like five years ago friend requested me on Facebook mm. they don't have a relationship they're not friends mm-hmm. um, so I don't know if I should accept it or deny it I've I've never even met her before and that just came out of the blue just out of the blue it's so strange I don't even think he's friends with her on Facebook okay so on this there's a very simple approach it is shady It's even creepy that an ex does that. So, of course, don't accept the friendship because she is trying to stalk back into his life through you. So, rule number one, never accept a friendship. Rule number two, do tell your boyfriend what happened uh, because he needs to know that, right? Uh, Yeah. And after that, it's really, you know, hopefully a non-event because some people are just stalkers by nature even 10 years later they might just want to sneak in your business and you know talk revenge or something happened so if you have a good relationship you block her and you tell your boyfriend and you move on but i'm so glad you called me because if you accepted that friendship i guarantee you messages will start flowing into you and tell you stories you don't want to hear guaranteed Got it. Okay, so be strong. No accepting the friendship. No one should ever accept that anyway. That's something that we should not let exes join our Facebook and Instagram. What for? Thank you so much, Jody, and, and good luck to you. Thanks. You're welcome. Have a good night. You too. The other way to ask me a question, you can email me at therendezvousshow.com, and that's next. Bonsoir, Simon Marcel. Thank you for listening to The Rendezvous. When you have a question and you can't call me, just email it to me at therendezvousshow.com. Bonjour, Trisha. You have an email for me? I do. I have a date or dump for you. Oh, a date or dump. I like that. This is from Crystal. She says, bonjour, Simon. Mm-hmm. Bonjour, uh, Crystal. I'm in love with a man, but he told me that he won't be exclusive until he proposes. He doesn't believe in monogamy until engagement, but I love him, and that's the only thing missing from our relationship. I just don't know what to do, though. Should I date him or dump him? That question of not being exclusive before you engage, we need to talk about that next on The Rendezvous. Simon Marcel, welcome back to The Rendezvous. So I got a date or time through the rendezvousshow.com where Crystal tell me she's in love with a man who told her that he would not be exclusive until he proposes to her. Because he doesn't believe in monogamy until engagement. And so she's totally bummed about it. So, Crystal, and you're asking me, should I date him or dump him? 
I'm a guy. If I tell a woman I love that I'm not going to be exclusive until I propose, basically, I give myself kind of a green light to ooh-la-la around with no limits until I decide to propose to you, putting you in a position to be compared to many other women and which I found is an unacceptable position for you. So as your friend Simon Marcel, I say, dump him. Any man who tells you they don't want to be exclusive until they propose, say, get out of here and kiss my derriere and dump him. Next, you calls at 855-905-8255. You're listening to The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel and the sound of The Rendezvous are the love story you share with me. Let me go to the phone line. Bonjour, Susie. Bonjour, Simon. How are you? Good, good. And yourself, you have a romantic story to share with me? Um, yes, I wanted to tell you the story of how my husband proposed to me. Oh, good. Please do share that. Tell me. Okay. Um, my husband and I, we both uh, salsa dance, and it's like one of the like one of the most romantic parts of our relationship. It's really wonderful, and and I like that he embraces my culture because we're, we're different. I have a Hispanic background. And uh-huh. He's really like taken to it, and like it's something that you know a lot of times guys are uncomfortable dancing. But he's great, and he's wonderful. And um, he took me to see one of my favorite salsa players. And while we were dancing to one of my favorite songs, he asked me to marry him. Oh, that was sweet. What was the song? It's, uh, it's, it's in Spanish. It's Aguanile. And what does that mean? Um, it's just a part of Panama. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> it's, and when, when that happened, so on the dance floor, he went on his knee. Had to just describe in slow motion how that goes down. He did. It was kind of like a really nice movie moment where everyone else was dancing, um, but like everything stopped between us, you know? Yeah. So like it became a moment of where it was just us. So that we're, there were people all around us, but he did. He got down um, on one knee on the dance floor and asked me to marry him. <laughs> when two people are madly in love, you can have 500 people dancing around them. The world stops and it becomes your own universe with your own stars, and nothing else matters. And that story that you just shared is illustration of that moment of true love. Everything stops, and it's just you and him. Congrats. Thank you so much for sharing that story. I appreciate it, Susie. Thank you so much. Thank you very much. Yeah, have a good night. Bye. I have a story about this that happened to me in my life. I'm sure you have one, too. So stay with me. I'll share my story next on The Rendezvous. Simon Marcel, welcome to The Rendezvous. Have you ever experienced that moment where you meet an unknown person and the universe seems to stop? I have. Here's a story, true story, way back when. Uh, so, I was 19, oh, yeah, and I went to the French Open back in Paris for the semifinal. I was all excited with my brother Benjamin. We're huge tennis fans. And how in the world I get so lucky to sit next to that wonderful young woman of my age. And we start talking before the match, right? And I felt something in my belly, like butterflies, something. And my brother started to get annoyed. He said, hey, the match started to stop talking. So I said to the girl, hey, why don't we go outside and have an ice cream and glass of chocolate, chocolate ice cream? And she goes, yes. We went outside and there was this huge applause and the match lasts forever. I couldn't care less. The world, the universe stopped between me and that wonderful French woman. At the end of the four hours, we kissed. And it's one of those magic moments of romance that I will never forget. I miss days like that. 
hopefully you also have a story like this and you can just just email it to me now simon at the rendezvous show.com Simon Marcel, welcome back to The Rendezvous. You know, I love romantic stories, and I, I just shared that time when at the French Open, which is the place we play tennis back in Paris. I had this this unbelievable afternoon with this beautiful woman, and we spent the whole match outside the stadium <laughs> to the disarray of my brother, Ben, and just talking and talking at the end, we kissed. It's just one of those moments where even a tennis fan like me would just prefer romance 100%. So I just got an email, by the way, at the Simon at the Rendezvous show from Natalie, who says that she went to a Pearl Jam concert and didn't know the dude next to her. And there were 50,000 people. And those two started dancing and talking. And she said, and suddenly, just like you said, Simon, the universe was stopped and it was just me and him making out, kissing, and I felt what you described. The universe was making our room special that time. And that's what I'm talking about when I say carpe diem, joie de vivre, joy of life, live in the moment, here and now. Those are the most precious, spontaneous moments of our life, and they are never enough, at least for me. You call the next. Thank you for joining The Rendezvous. I'm Simon Marcel. When you have a question about your relationship, 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Don. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour. What is up? Uh, yo, Simon, I, I've, uh, I've decided to try polyamory. Do you know polyamory? That means that you have multiple partners, right? That's it, poly- Bingo, bingo. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And uh, okay. I've never really done it before, but it's, it's 2018. You know, it seemed like the time to try that sort of thing. Met a girl who I really like. We really click uh, physically and emotionally and mentally and everything. Mm-hmm. But she is polyamorous, and she's encouraging me to have other partners as well. Uh, she certainly has plenty of other partners. Um, she claims that she cares about me, you know, deeply, but then half the time she's with other people, and then half the time she's with me. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know if it's really my thing. I don't know if it's... Do, do you think polyamory can work? Can it be healthy? Well, so two different things. I think it's totally fine if you're consenting adults to be polyamorous. I mean, totally cool if you're all into it. The problem is, when it comes to true love, is I don't think you can love two people at the same time. And so you have to get out of the polyamorous lifestyle if you want a chance to true love for both of you. And that is exclusive. So it's really how much your heart matters against your own desire of freedom and having multiple partners. There is all good options, but you can't have true love and not being exclusive. I think that's impossible. No, I was afraid you were going to say that. You're right, Simon. You're right. So, so, but, but, but I would like you to take a chance for true love. You can always go back to polyamorous lifestyle if it doesn't work. But if you like someone and if she likes you too and you guys want to take a chance to be exclusive, listen, this is going to be the magic moment of your life. So I would like to inspire you to do that. Take a chance. Yeah. Well, no, I appreciate that. Take, take uh, a dare. You've got to take a dare to love and give it a chance. And then you'll see how it goes. But I would not miss that chance. Yeah, but it's scary, you know? Of course. <laughs> tell me. If it, of course it is scary. It's always scary to love. But it's more scary to have regrets and said I could have, I would have, and I missed. And it's the one that got away. You don't want to feel like that. So take a chance and see how it goes. You can, you can be just but, together for a while. Just give it all you got. That's good advice, Simon. I and, appreciate that. And be honest, okay? Yeah, yeah. Thank you, buddy. All right. Best of luck and thank you for your call, Don. Fingers crossed. Cheers. Take care. Have a good night. More rendezvous next. Simon Marcel, thank you so much for listening to The Rendezvous tonight. Listen, I know it's late tonight and, and we spent, you know, those two hours together every night and I, I really enjoyed it. I just want to say this. I started radio 
more than 10 years ago because somebody gave me a chance, a guy called Kevin Metheny. He said yes to the Frenchman I am, where I've never had any radio experience before. And for everybody who's giving me a yes, tonight I want to do a shout out because this show is the result of years and years of years of people listening, people emailing, people also saying yes at our hot radio media and, and giving me a chance. And that's why I love my job so much and I love spending my evening with you. So thank you for being with me after a long day of work or if you're still at work for uh, listening to me. That means a lot. And if you like this show, just go listen to La Confession, La Confession on our hot radio app. There's some crazy wild kind of rendezvous topics there you don't want to miss them i'll be back tomorrow night have sweet dreams a good night a bonne nuit les petits the rendezvous show